Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, which is... A, My choice. Yeah, which is your choice. And it is a Tokyo movie, Shinsha movie uh, for the studio. Uh, and it's based off of a comic strip or picture book. And it's an adventure fantasy and runs for an hour and 35 minutes, approximately. Approximately, yeah. Now, if you ever do decide to watch this, we'll save you some time and effort. Uh, in, in in the ending credits, once the song is done, there's literally nothing else. They just keep playing with faint music on the background, and there is no extra scene that we've all been accustomed to. So yes. I was hoping there would be. No. But there <laughs> wasn't. Well, well, it came out in July 1989, and that's for the Japanese release. Now, what's, what's really interesting about this is it didn't hit America, I want to say, until 92. Uh, okay but it's actually based off of an American comic strip. If I remember correctly. And we yeah. had talked a little bit about that beforehand, uh, before we actually uh, started recording for this. And it was uh, adapted by uh, the uh, director uh, Masami Hata for the studio, Tokyo movie Shinsha and Tokyo movie Shinsha or TMS entertainment is also is what they're known as. Um, They also did another great movie, which is uh, Akira. Yes, Akira is a phenomenal movie. To the, I think we we actually have we're, we've we've already reviewed it. And <laughs> I'll say it now because I think it's just as true now as it is when we were reviewing it. Akira or um, Akira was and still is pivotal in animation. They used techniques that they're still using today that they didn't use before. They had to find new ways to to implement the drawing styles to make this, this movie what it is. And I would argue similarly to the movie we just watched, Akira has withstood the test of time. I would say Akira definitely did stand the test of time. Yes. J just like this one did. I stand by what I said. <laughs> uh, if you, if you can't tell uh, my buddy over here, Jack has a different opinion. Surprise, 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 surprise. <laughs> <laughs> me no i i never have a differing opinion on on anything we watch yeah. in fact yeah. we're always in line 100 of the time which is why i can confidently say that if you don't agree you're uncultured you are uncultured swine because i'm right on this one nostalgia has no effect on me whatsoever <laughs> so i'm gonna go out on a limb here and just just give give you uh give a guess as to what i think your score is gonna be i know okay. it's not gonna be a 10 no no it won't i'm gonna say maybe an eight it's really close i was teetering between eight and nine like in, in the midsection there okay and i know yours isn't And no, no, I, it's I, not. <laughs> I, I was considering. I was. I was going to listen to your your reasons why. 
And the lowest possible score I'm going to give this will be a seven because I, no matter how bad you convince me it is, it's still Look, beautiful and amazing. And I just- have no doubt in my mind that this for you is a great stroll down memory lane and that this holds great, true sentimental value for you. And it, it allows you to relive your childhood experiences, which let's be honest, if it was like that for me, for this movie, I'd be probably be right there for you with you, but, Fair. but oh, there's no, but I agree with you. We should just leave it at that. Cause you, you, you said, you said it beautifully and perfectly. And I agree. There you go. So that <laughs> being said, that's just I, three I, different I, words for the word, but sir, that being said, <laughs> I could not even come close to, to like truly enjoying this. I, I, I could not, I couldn't come close to enjoying this uh, mainly because even when I tried watching it and I, I don't, I, I feel like I tried watching this before when I was younger with my, with my aunt. Uh, yeah. And even then I had trouble watching it. You felt so, you were too mature for the movie. I guess so. I mean, you, you what can I say, man? I'm, I'm always stuck up. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you with such amazing lines like pajama, pajama. Well, it's not pajama, pajama. It's, it's like pajama, jajama, shajama, pajama, jajama, pajama, shajama, kajama. You know, I mean, like, it's just a bunch of different ways to say pajama. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I agree. But it was very unique and awesome. I'll give you that. I'll give you that it's unique. Awesome, no. <laughs> but I'll give you that it's unique. <laughs> I mean, I, so, so like, how it starts off, which is really, really cool, really, really unique, and I, I thought it set it up really, really well, is it starts off with Little Nemo asleep in his bed and he starts flying out the window. Kind of threw me off. There was like no buildup for it or anything like that. It just like threw you right into it. And it goes to him flying around on his bed and then getting chased by a train. And then it's like, okay, well, this is a dream. It's like you, you start coming to the realization it's a dream. He's being chased by a train. He's having that sense of hopelessness. He sees his home. He gets inside, you know, the whole whole background for for a dream, and then he wakes up falling out of his bed. It's like okay, did he though? By falling out of his bed? Yeah. Did he really wake up? Yes. Yes, he did. See, the reason why I'm confused. Well, I'm not necessarily confused because he doesn't. He might wake up, but the scepter's still there. Not from the first dream. Okay. Which is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the very first dream opening scene. That's the first dream. Is He's chased by a train and that's dream number one. Gotcha. He wakes up he, by yeah, falling out okay. of bed. He goes, he sees the, the circus and he sees all the people in the circus and everything like that. And which all then come to life in his dream. Yes. What's yeah, and- what I thought was pretty, pretty hokey. And I feel like it could have been done without, but it had the overarching and I, and it ties back into it. Keeping your promise is he promised his mom he wouldn't eat pie when he goes to bed and he yep. sleepwalks and I'm using air quotes sleepwalks to the fridge to like grab the, yeah to grab pie 
and he's caught by his mom and he opens his eye. He reads, remember your promise. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 Grabs it. And is caught by mom, mama dear. And he's like, Oh, what, who, what, what? And then runs away. It's like, yeah, no, that totally wasn't <laughs> suspicious. That totally just yeah, played. Was, I loved it. That in the, Did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched the dub. I couldn't find the sub. I wanted to find the sub. So See, uh, I've, I, I've only ever heard of the dub. So I, I didn't think the sub existed to be perfectly honest. Um, but I watched it too. And it, it was hilarious when he bumps into her and she goes, what do you think you're doing? He goes, huh? What? Where am I? What was I doing? And you're like, oh, brother. And he he continues to try to play it off, too, which yeah. is even worse. And then he runs to bed and he's like out of breath. He's like, oh, I just got caught. Like, yeah. yes, yes, you did get caught. And it's then all the right. mom, the mom was talking to her husband, the dad. And he, she goes, are you going to talk to me? He goes, I'll do it in the morning. And he's like, whew, thank goodness. And it kind of sets up a uh, scenario with the dad is the next morning finds out there's a circus coming to town or was it that morning? He found the circus. It was that morning. He that morning. found out about the circus and yep. then he tried sleepwalking to get the pie gotcha. after his father had just said his father actually did keep his promise. He goes, well, go tomorrow. I promise. Well, okay. I was going to say, he says, maybe we'll go tomorrow. Oh, or we'll okay. do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do it tomorrow. And so his whole thing is he's like, you always say tomorrow, but it never happens. And then he says he promises very lightly as he goes away. And he's like, whatever. And then later that night when he's caught, the mom is talking to the dad and the dad goes, I'll deal with it in the morning. Yep. So you, you, you come to find out that his dad's I'll do it later mentality is just shoving off responsibility for later. And then later never comes. So he's confident that unless actions taken immediately as a child, at least there'll be no consequences. Right. Which again, really ties into the story foundation promises, pushing off responsibility, no immediate reprimand for any actions that have been taken. Yeah. And and I think I, what I will say is later on, he blames somebody else for actions that he did. mm -hmm. However, I didn't see that in the waking world where he shirked responsibility by blaming somebody else. Right. So that was interesting to me. I mean, as a parent, I'm not a parent, obviously, because um, I've said as much before, but putting myself in a parent's position, watching this video, it's got very strong uh, uh, subliminal message, subliminal messaging in the sense of if you do this and you do this and you don't take responsibility, then bad things could happen to you. And later on, he as a climax, if you will. Our main character, Nemo, little Nemo, decides to own his mistakes and apologize and be in just in be responsible. And very good things happened after the fact. So I think as a moralistic story, this is phenomenal. It has very good teaching things. And I was I was watching it and I was thinking to myself, you know, I feel bad for the mediums that will know will no longer be valid or influential to the children coming forward because now I don't think I'm a bad person. I think I've, and I think my, myself as well as my friends group, yourself included benefited from things like lion King from, you know, this movie, even though we both don't remember it. Um, it's just shows like Bambi shows like lion King shows like little mermaid, it, there was subliminal messaging in there that helped teach us right from wrong 
that just reenacted and, and, and reinforced what our parents were teaching us. Or even if they weren't, that this subliminal messaging to, to, to teach right from wrong in the movies themselves, I think are no longer there, such as like Frozen or um, I haven't really seen anything since Frozen. Okay. So to help clarify, uh, messaging like that is still found heavily in children's shows, TV shows and movies and everything like that. That's not I taken it's away. I fisted. I think it's, it's not as delicately put if, in, pro- in newer stuff. Well, it just really depends on what you're watching and how you choose to watch it. Also, you have you come from a from a very different mentality and viewpoint in that the shows that you had watched or that you are watching are very, very different from things that are portrayed in other shows. I mean, like there are countless comparisons where it's not so much subliminal subliminal as you put it as this is like, hey, here's here's what happened, here's the reaction to this or Here's this, here's that. And again, it's not so much subliminal, even in this. It's, hey, uh, he lied, he blamed someone else, and he's now having to deal with the consequences or take action or responsibility for the actions that he did. And it's, again, that's kind of portrayed in a lot of movies, even today. It's just Mm. for our age group and for what we're watching and compared to how we're watching it or what we remember it, is vastly different. I guess. I, I don't... Uh, see, I guess my biggest argument against what you just said was the simple fact that when you and I were growing up, the only mediums we had access to, videos and whatnot, were things that we could get a physical copy of. Like, it didn't play on TNT, reruns, stuff like that. Whereas now, you've got... The, 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 you have literally all the information humanity has to offer in your hand in the form of a cell phone, on your computer, like you have unlimited, unbridled access. So all of the videos we watched, all of the shows we were we were accustomed to, are getting buried in the the SpongeBob's, if you will. Yes, like, but that's an entirely different type of discussion that's not relevant to this. Eh. And the reason why I say that, and the reason why I say that is one because it's true. Two. <laughs> my point is true that's irrefutable moving on no i i, I agree you, you you have a point but what's the second one uh the second one is is all those shows that are getting quote-unquote buried aren't buried in fact every time those and you brought up lion king and i'm gonna use that as an example every time those shows or movies come up they boom massively and that's why disney exists as well those movies aren't buried by the spongebobs or anything else those movies and shows are very easily accessible and disney and even though this isn't a disney even close to being a disney the messaging disney always usually puts out is usually pretty standard across the board and if they have to go back and say hey you know these this is a reflection of the time and we don't agree with this but here it is still they still have that messaging out there and it's up to the parents and i'll say this right now it's up to the parents for them to convey that messaging all this is is a median for them to help convey what the parents are teaching no i agree this this is not this is not a teaching movie it it is not a one stop shop if you will this is just a simple reinforcement the the way i see it but i i guess 
I don't want to get too much into the topic because you and I will spend the rest of our time here talking about everything except the movie. Um, but what I will say it, it, to kind of try to refute my last point would be when you and I were growing up, our access was incredibly limited. We had the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we, what we had to view, what we or our options weren't as broad and it wasn't as flashy, if you will. Like for instance, now, if you gave me the option to watch this movie and to watch other things, I'd choose other things. The only reason I wanted this, the main reason I wanted it, is nostalgia. And I agree. It's not the best movie we've seen. There are... <laughs> you laugh ironically. And I'm like, no, it's, it's not horrible. Um, but it's certainly, it would not be on our top 100. It wouldn't be on our top 500 list. You know what I mean? Oh, deeply. Wow. Deeply. It's got to be the top thousand. Sure. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Oh, damn. Okay. But I mean, I guess, I don't know. I'm trying to, my argument against having such a wide, uh, against never seeing these in future generations is the stories. I don't know. I actually, I want, want real quick, your opinion. Do you think the stories will repeat themselves eventually? We'll run out of content and we'll just have to remake stuff. They did that with the Lion King horribly, I might add. I saw that. I was horrified. But so again, personal opinion. Yeah. They already do that and they have been doing that. It's just they re- remix the story or the message or or how they want to choose to portray it overall. I mean, like that's never changed even in the in the last I want to say 40 years, 50 years. 60 years, 70 years. I mean, mm. like they're, they're original, true original stories is hard to come by. And the reason why I say this is I want you to think about it, right? Brothers Grimm, their fairy tales. How many times has that been retold and remixed in different ways? True. So it's just a sign of the changing times or how someone chooses in particular to tell the story. And that's what this is great at. It's someone's own viewpoint and interpretation of how a story needs to be told. And I want to say the director for this as well. And and we talked again about this a little bit in the pre-content that is available to our patrons starting at the dollar level. Um, uh, Masami Hara being the director, he's his bread and butter. I want to say for the most part is like 90% of what he's worked on is children's movies, children's TV shows. And I want to say it, it for, for someone to actually focus on that and to be able to tell a good child story is one really, really hard to do Two, keeping it entertainment or entertaining again, really, really hard to do. And he does it really, really well um, for a majority of the people. I'm going to say that because I remember seeing bits and pieces of this growing up. Never really captured my attention, but then again, I'm a unique case in and of itself, as as we all know, Rick. <laughs> I'm a unique case, he says. Uh, yeah, I will. I will admit that. But you are a unique case. Would be putting it a little too bluntly. You are. Hmm, you're a desirable outcome in in what people look for in friends. If that makes any <laughs> sense. Uh, sure, we'll go with that. I'll take the compliment. <laughs> I mean, I think you're more along that line than me, but but I'll I'll take the compliment. I'll I'll, oh, yeah. I'll take it. It, it. I mean, it's always nice to have your compliment thrown back at you because it, it's it, it, especially when it's true. I'm just you know I accept it. It's just who I am as a of person. Course. 
<laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like the story, the messaging for this was, it was there. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that it wasn't there. Uh, I'm not going to say that it was a horrible, horrible story. It holds no sentimental value for me. So I'm going to definitely rate it lower. The, the overall, but it was, it was one, how it started off was great. How it continued on was weird. Kind of made me feel a little bit lost. Like, like they were trying to tell a lot of different stories. Like they were trying to mesh a lot of messages in there or, or trying to talk heavily on, on particular points. And it just, it made me lose the sense of wonderment or, or yeah, lose interest. And, and lose interest and it, it didn't hold me. Like I feel I like it should have. So L- little Nemo was definitely for me. I, I know I, I get what you're saying exactly, but when I was watching it as an adult, I got hints of Fern Gully and uh, Peter Pan because the flying situation and whatnot. And I agree. It, it, it didn't seem for lack of a better way to put it. It didn't seem like it flowed appropriately. Because looking at it, it, it you had a, a, a scene here, a scene here, a scene here, and they're all supposed to connect somehow. And it felt like they were just forcing certain situations to happen, not necessarily of convenience, not necessarily saying like this character is, is flip, flip as a character. By the way, completely annoyed at how long it took me to figure out who was voicing him. Right. So... <laughs> Like from, from the get go, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That makes, who is that? Oh my God. I know this name. And then when, when at the very end, you're like Mickey Rooney. Yep. I can't believe I didn't see that before. And there was some seriously problematic, uh, staff, let's call them in, in, in anything. I thought that now what I thought was hilarious in, in the scene where they're like, you're going to be a prince and you. I apologize. We skipped how he even got to Dreamland. He was invited by the king. That that would probably no, be a whole thing. No, he wasn't invited by the king. I thought he was invited by the princess. I thought he was invited by the king at the princess request. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because they said well, that's going uh, to annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to annoy me. Yeah. They. She. It was the princess that invited him. He goes to sleep, and then the rest of the time, and, and this is where kind of like okay, well, the in the end. I mean, like I get it. Adventures in Slumberland. He's asleep. 99% of the movie. I get it. Uh, you know, his friend Icarus, which is a flying squirrel is on his adventure with him in, in, in it. What's, what's really, really weird. And what's really, really funny and really, really sad is he's like, no, I don't want to play with the girl. It's a girl. It's like, well, here's cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's really great. And it's like, yeah, you're totally, it's, it's yeah. You're a kid. That's that's it right there. Girls are gross. Wait, here's cookies. Oh, right. <laughs> she made them. I got to go see this girl. It's, oh, yeah, no, it was it was it was good for the, the actor. The way they wrote him flawless for his age group. Um, he didn't seem more mature at any point in time than the age, which I thought was kind of awesome. Um, but yes. anyway, he makes it to this land only. And this is where I go. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe something's going on here because the way I saw that the king was like, Hey, you're now a prince, which means you're my son-in-law. It didn't quite go so far as to say that, but that's, that's how I got that. You are now a prince and you're going to marry my daughter essentially, who's already a princess. Yes. And 
they completely glossed over everything about that. And then at the very, very like middle point where they're trying to like teach him how to be a prince, this woman keeps suffocating him as they're dancing. Yeah. I, well, I was like, it, I, mean, I mean, I mean, like it's a child dream. Number one, number two, I mean, like, come on, what do you expect? It's a child's <laughs> dream. He's also the only, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but in my dreams, I'm all powerful. And yeah, well, either I'm all powerful or I can't run worth a damn. What's what's even better is they high. And I thought this was really cool. They highlight that he uh, flip uh, has a map that only flip can read, which in your dreams, you can't read. Oh, okay. Complete and utter side note. I was watching one of the creepy pastas and they're like, and the title was essentially never try to read the words in your dream. And I'm like, you know what? Three or four weeks, months later, I'm dreaming. I remember this very vividly because it scared the crap out of me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take an eye exam. Could you read the thing? And I start reading it and it gets nonsensical and worrisome. And I, I scared myself out of the dream. Like it turned from like an okay dream to a nightmare. And so, yeah, the, this right here matches with that because I, I understood what it said, but I couldn't read it and it was freaking me out. Yeah. Because you know I mean? in your in your in your dreams, you actually can't read. It's and so a lot of people have difficulty co- kind of comprehending or or trying to deal with that. It turns it into a fun or exciting experience, into a nightmare experience, which is really really funny because he goes from a nightmare to a even more nightmarish experience. And I want to say kind of like after he tries to read the map. You know, I can see what you're talking about, but he also brought up un- so. When he brought out the map he couldn't read, he flipped it over. No, no, I no, apologize. No, he put it away and brought out another one. Yeah, he put it away. It was a color, a color picture. Yeah, there of were no the words. There. There, there was one word on there, and it just said Slumberland, and that was it. But it was a real quick, real quick view, and he didn't really have the chance to read anything else while he was getting trained or taught. While being a prince, what's even better in his dream. And the reason why I bring up uh, to, to round us back real quick, the reason why I brought up, you can't read in your dreams is because, or, or I'm all powerful in my dreams or anything like that is uh, he, the King in his dream is like the only one that can use this staff is <laughs> me and Nemo. We are the only ones with the power, <laughs> but I'm not going to give it to Nemo because he doesn't have the strength or wisdom yet. So he's calling himself yeah. dumb and weak in his own dream. I was like, man, yeah. you, that's messed up. That's <laughs> well, sad. See, I, 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 I'd like to counter that because my girl made a very specific point. She's like, all the books he's opening and reading are one sentence books. Cause it was, it was etiquette on how to eat, how to stand, how to do stuff. And he'd open it. He'd read one sentence. and All right. That book is done. One more sentence. All right. That book is done. So but how do we know he was really reading it? He could have just been, pretending to just like That's open it, true. close, open it, close because he hates school. Like, like all children, most children hate yeah. school, hate homework. And I mean, like there are people out there that I'm not one of them. I know you're not one of them there, Rick, but I don't know what you're talking. I loved homework. I loved it so much. I kept it way past the due date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come right out and say it. I was just lazy in school. I didn't care. I didn't want to do my homework. Walk home. You got homework. Yeah, bags on the couch, 
It's like, that was it. You didn't do your homework. You found out at report card time. That's what you weren't doing. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, say, <laughs> I, re- I remember going on vacation when the report cards came and my mom specifically said, Rick, do you want me to look at this now or later? And I said, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why I say, I don't think he was actually reading them. I, I think he was just pretending. It's like, oh, it's homework. Blip, 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 blip. Moving sense. on to the next one. He wasn't actually reading. And why I also said, you know, it's like you, he can't even be all powerful and all knowing in his own dream. He's dumb <laughs> and he's called dumb in his own dream. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so at least they kind of acknowledge that and and like say, hey, you, you know, you're you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And again, to to your point, they he it shows a strong correlation in the movie where he is trying to shirk responsibility. He's trying to to not take uh, the ownership of his actions and and with keeping promises because he's given a key after he's met the king and he's like, this is one promise. The only promise is you cannot open the door with this symbol on the key. That's it. It's like. Don't care what else you do. You can burn the damn castle down. You can set things ablaze, murder people. I don't care. Only one promise. Don't open up the door. That's it. Cool. Flip. But what was the door? The door? Four? Yeah, what was he holding back? The Nightmare King? I thought the Nightmare King was already out because on their way to Slumberland, they're like, oh no, take the helm. There's the Nightmare King. Well, they said there's the Nightmare I thought not nightmare King and they're trying to run away from a nightmare when they're trying to get to slumberland. Okay. That's possible. But when he gets taken, the King gets taken, uh, because little Nemo is convinced by flip that, Hey, they should totally open it. (laughs) It didn't take much to convince him. He's like, Oh, I was prom. I promised never to open this door. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you should totally keep your promises. Don't you want to see what's just behind her? Let's just uh, open it up. Take a peek. <laughs> just, Can't just hurt, a little right? peek. Oh, yeah. No, you're totally right. We should totally do this. Yes. Click. Open. It's like, yeah, giant ominous door. The ratcheting system to take the, the secured o- things away from that door were just over the top awesome. I loved it. If I could actually make that happen in real life, I think I'd want that for like the man cave. So you'd know when I'm going in and when I'm going out. And of course, just to be on the on the sly, you have a door that opens uh, in a larger fashion that that's quiet. <laughs> so, so, you, so you can sneak in there rather than being like, I have announced where I will be. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I would announce where I'm at. I want trumpets <laughs> playing. I want the whole creaky thing. In fact, I want the door with that symbol on there. I want it to be gold, just like his. And just oh, like, geez, could you imagine like, that if you were to do like a, a gaming podcast, if you will, or a gaming channel, and that's your entrance, like all you see is just you'd hit the record button, turn the key, and all you'd see in the background is this door open, and you walk in in different suits every single time. The first time, of course, is a kingly suit. Next one, suit of armor, jester suit, all that different stuff. <laughs> just as a uh, oh, that would get so annoying so fast, but I love the idea so much. Yeah, Mainly because it'll be- never happen for me. Oh, but. Well, yeah. Obviously, it will never happen for me either. But hey, I can dream big. All right. You can't prevent me from <laughs> dreaming big. Oh, but, oh, dude, could you imagine? Oh, no, we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. So, yeah. But all that being said, it does come 
to to I feel what I feel is a really solid ending, and and it rounds it out with a resolution to the story as a whole, which is great. Yeah, and it it ends it in a I want to say a kind of lackluster slash semi satisfactory manner. It it ended in a, it ended in an expected manner. Like he at the very end said the Jazama Pajama Pajama Jazama Shazama Kazama Americas Imperatazama Paja Pajap Shazam Shazam Pajama Pajama. I just read that as best I could on the picture I sent you on a squirrel that's awesome. Um but that was the incantation in my best broken translation. And I feel like at the very, very end, when he's trying to save everybody, it's just he he peters out, if you will. Well, see, the thing is, um, he he wanted to take like kind of like a shortcut to it and didn't tr- didn't try to memorize the incantation. And when it came time for him to try to understand or know the incantation, all he kept saying was. Jazama pajama, jazama pajama, jazama pajama, jazama pajama. And that's it. And he says it frantically and panicking. One, because he doesn't have the experience and he's not calm and he's a kid. He's freaking out. Uh, whenever he doesn't he, have the wisdom? And he doesn't have the wisdom. <laughs> um, but also, what's what's great is he's even called out on it, too, at a point. Oh, yeah. So Beautifully, too. Like, it wasn't in a malicious way. It was just, it's it's another lesson to be taught. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, honestly, we could keep droning on about this. I mean, like we've already droned on. We've even gotten a little philosophical about the messaging, the meaning yeah. and movies and, and past and pretense and everything like that. I mean, like this, this like brought about a really great discussion. Not so I much so. substance we- for the movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I would say that the movie is a nice starting off point, a jumping point, if you will, to a greater discussion. At this point, I think it's it's a decent spot to to do a rating, right? Indeed. So, on a scale of up to ten, uh, you said you were at the very least seven, at most a nine. I said you're going to give it an eight. Where are you at? Yeah, I like five. You're giving it a five. Okay, well, good. Then <laughs> no, we're matching. No, 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 oh. no, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um. So, given everything, nostalgia, minimum of seven, right there. Um. But going a little further than that, the things that it brought about the, the, when I was watching it with my girl, who's never seen it before, she goes, wow, you need to be on an acid trip to watch this. Yes. Because it's just, it's that quirky at times. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> they're promoting out, they're, they're promoting drugs, which is what the warning was at first. Um, no, I was like, no, it makes sense. And then we started talking about it. And I mean, she, she made it to where it's no longer a nine for me. But just the way everything went about it, the, the way it held up for me, because in my memory, I just had three or four key points that made up the whole movie. And when I saw those three or four key points, they still made sense to me. So I'm going to give it an eight because I think it held up. Nostalgia bonuses, however you would like. I, I give it an eight. Okay. All right. I'll give it a five. I mean, I, I feel like I've improved your number because I think you started at a three, but I did ahead. actually start at, at like a two for it. Oh, God. So you improved it a lot. The discussions made me think about it a little bit more and and really truly try to try to understand it. So you improved it a lot. Um it's not a two, it's a five. Oh, thank you. So 
I can't go any higher than a five. I mean, like it wasn't that great, but I'm not, I'm not going to go any lower than a five either. So it's, it's, I I mean, like, I mean, like I I found out my wife actually had seen this and she doesn't really remember it and she didn't watch it with me. Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'll probably, probably sit her down and have her watch it with me. I find that to be very interesting. You've seen it. I've seen it. Your wife has seen it, but we don't remember it. This tells you how bad it was. No, it wasn't bad. So, it, so much <laughs> as look, just, look, look, look. I didn't get my my subliminal messaging implanted ah. on my mind. Uh, for me, I never actually <laughs> saw the whole thing all the way through. From what I remember, oh, okay. okay. From what I remember, I only saw bits and pieces because it couldn't keep my attention. Gotcha. Okay, so that's why I have a completely different viewpoint. For me, growing up, how it was, it it just didn't have that same uh, feeling, nostalgia. I got you. That makes sense. So, all right. So, uh, how would you like in comparison, like, is this anything like we've already seen? And we talked a little bit about it beforehand and you said it kind of is like paprika in the, in the pre-content. Yes. So in the pre-content, I said it was like paprika in the sense of the psychedelics, like the, the, so specifically the, the grim, the, the, the gremlins, the, the, is that what they are? Gremlins? Uh, Sure. Yeah, the 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 four yeah, brothers that can merge into one and become a tree that uh, the yeah. goblin goblin bumps. Yeah, so j- just based on that, the way the drawing was manipulated and and just <laughs> changed erratically, almost like you were confused, and the way that the the bubbling water in the nightmare fuel just was erratic. It made me think of the parade seed from Paprika, where everything. While sort of mostly detailed, actually in in Paprika, it was ultra detailed, which I thought was amazing. Um, It just, it felt like the, the, the dolls that were cascading forward reminded me of, of just the erratic behavior of the gremlins, the water and the parade at the beginning. Right. And the only thing that I really got from it in terms of, of that was uh, in terms of similarity was that they both take place in basically a dream state or a dream realm. It doesn't take plane, uh, take place on the plane of reality. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. This story, just to help clarify, and that story, totally different. This yeah. movie, okay for kids. That story, not. So... I mean, it depends depends on how much you care about your kids. Depends on how old they are. Let's, let's. Yeah. If you have a kid, yeah. If you have a 28 year old kid living with you, this is great. Watch Paprika. (laughs) Watch it with them. If you don't, you have like a 10 year old. Don't watch that movie with them. (laughs) If you have an eight year old, probably not. 28 is fine. Exactly. If you have a one year old. Yeah. You can probably get away with it. They're not going to remember or know it anyways. Yeah. They won't know what's going on. They just see lots of pretty colors. And then lots of not so pretty colors and then lots of pretty colors again. Exactly. So, uh, next week is my choice. If I am, uh, not mistaken, sir. I do believe it was. Yes. I, I was okay giving up two weeks. In fact, just to have this movie. So if you'd be so kind as only take one, that's on you. But if you want to take two, I'll understand. Uh, I mean, like I'll take all of them if you want, but I I was going to keep it to the one. I mean, like if you're offering me two, I mean, that being said, if you're going to take two, you might as well make them back to back in a series. Nah, it's not going to happen. I'm only taking one. And what next week's choice is, is actually terror in resonance. And this actually, 
came to me via old Jeb on our discord server who actually asked my opinion on it and, and uh, said he would really, or they would really like to know what my opinion on it was after having seen it. And I would be happy to give that. I'll even give them a preview before I even talk to you about it, sir. As soon as I'm done watching. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's my choice for next week. And it's, uh, only 11 episodes long came out in 2014 and it's a mystery psychological thriller, which is right up my alley. Oh yeah. I do love looking at it. A good mystery psychological thriller. And, and we had talked a little reminds you of another, the animation. And we, we had talked about this a little bit too, was, uh, the animation style reminds me of, uh, far from home. I think it was. Okay. Okay. I guess. I'm looking at some still photos. I, I didn't see anything. Not in terms that. of like rats or anything like that or whatever, but. All right. Yeah. Or from the this new world, a- not far from home, from the new world. Oh, I was going to say. Okay. I could see. I, okay. It kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Just a bit. Just a I pinch. Think this is going to be an interesting watch. I do too. So that's all the time that we have for today. Hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us. Let us know what you uh, thought of the movie, whether or not you had nostalgia for it or not. That is, we would love to hear from you on that. You reach out to us featured anime podcast at gmail.com uh, featured anime podcast on Facebook at those anime guys on Twitter. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. If you feel like this show is worth a dollar, if you get any kind of value entertainment, anything like that really helps us out. It'll help us grow and develop better content for you. And you also get access to bonus content just for a dollar a month, uh, four episodes every month. And we're always active and talking in our discord and information for that is going to be in the show notes. And if you're listening to on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment. Happy to respond to you on there until next time. I'm Jack. And I plan on being in slumberland fairly soon, but I'm also Rick. So we'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 